Welcome to the Week in Italian Startup, where we discuss the latest highlights happening in the Italian tech and investment ecosystem. All right, welcome everyone to the Week in Italian uh, Startup, where me and Nicolò, we dive into the latest news of the Italian startup ecosystem. Welcome, Nick. Ciao, Jack. Thank you. Great uh, being back here. Ciao, everybody. Absolutely. All right, so Nick, uh, are we reaching the 2 billion euro invested into the startup ecosystem here in Italy? Uh, I mean, we've seen a few different uh, uh, point of views. The Osservatorio from Politecnico di Milano uh, announced that we actually surpassed the 2 billion in investments. Uh, I know that you have a different opinion because uh, you diligently build your own like tracker in terms of equity investments and we're not quite there yet. So I was thinking, what is, uh, what is your take? Yeah, well, as you said, um, the, the amount of capital raised by Italian startups really depends on what you define as capital when and as Italian two and as a, as a startups three so what you put into the into the you know um, the borders of your analysis so basically mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm a bit stricter in my in my weekly analysis because I only put equity investments by startups based out of Italy I try not to put debt and I'm not accounting for a, a crowdfunding mm-hmm. uh, so that's it considerable chunk of investments that I'm, totally. that I'm not putting into my chart. I said the difference of the, the um, startup observatory of the school of management, uh, they have a different opinion, um, uh, more optimistic and very welcome, of course, where we are well above 2 billion, actually they say 2.1. Yes. Um, they, they also show an interesting chart about the breakdown of the type of invest- investments, so I mean, international yeah. investors coming in, informal investors, formal investors. So that's another interesting that, that I don't show at all. And that's probably not in terms of absolute numbers, but in terms of, you know, meaning of what we are seeing. That's an interesting data point. What I was thinking is actually that uh, there are things that are clear and uh, uh, obvious and insightful. And there are things that I think need to be examined. So what is clear? is that uh, uh, the rate has increased. We are kind of hitting the exponential function, I would say, with plus 55% from, uh, the last, from last year. So basically, um, just to recap a few number, 694 in 2019, 669 in 2020, 1392 in 21, and then 2.1 according to Salvatorio in 2022 with a plus yeah. 55%. Uh, year over year. So what is clear is that there is growth and uh, this is a very, very positive signal. Yeah, we all agree on this. We all agree on this. Totally, totally. The other element that I thought was great is the big intervention of the international investor that you were mentioning. So uh, if in the previous years we've seen like a growth, but it's very like a small, starting 2021, then is where they hit big. And then when we really see like international players coming into the ecosystem. So actually we have to go in detail a little bit of a decrease in informal investors uh, year over year, 2021, 2022. Uh, Angel, I would say private, maybe like company holdings. 
we have a uh, constant increase in the formal investor, which to my knowledge are institution and venture capital firms. So that's, that's definitely positive, but the big chunk is from the international. So I thought it was uh, very, very interesting. Yep, I agree with you. Um, so I think that uh, apart from the absolute numbers, everybody has their own. Uh, the trend is clear, so we are growing. I don't know whether we yep. are hitting the exponential phase. We are very early in the curve. Yeah. Uh, and again, remember, we are lagging a little bit the rest of the, at least Europe, but not only Europe. Mm -hmm. So we'll see in the next couple of years what happens. Yeah. Uh, and on these notes, uh, last week, the uh, Atomico published the state of European tech. And what that report shows is a bit of a slowdown in terms of, of absolute numbers in, uh, mm -hmm. in investments in Europe. Uh, so very good news for now. We'll see how it evolves as usual. Totally. Totally. And uh, what uh, I would say is also that there are elements here that need to be examined in detail, as you say, are they counting equity, venture debt, loans, etc., which is big for sure. And I would say also like a few other points, which is, uh, okay, number one, the role of CDP venture capital, which uh, actually probably account, as we always say, like to a big chunk of money. So is it biasing the numbers on a positive side, but we need to be honest and transparent. So is it good for sure? Yeah, it's good, but it's not a technically like, like VC as VC, I would say, is, is public money. So that's, that's another point. Another point that I would say is that uh, I believe that three of the top funding from 2022 almost account for almost a billion. And that's particularly interesting because yeah. to my knowledge, and then let me know what you think, Satispay, Casavo and Bending Spoon, that's really hitting hard on the volume of these numbers. So the number is a bit skewed in that sense. What, uh, what's your take on that? Yeah, absolutely agree. Actually, my big three are Scalapace, Satispay and Casavo because I try mm -hmm. to only look at, at the equity side. Bending Spoon is a huge round, but only 40 million in equity. It was more than 300 million in debt. Mm -hmm. uh, so we need to, again, pay attention to what numbers we are talking about here. But I agree with you that top three, either on my chart or on your chart, are almost 1 billion. So for, yeah. 440, Scala Pay, 320, Satispay, 100, Casavo, we are there. Awesome. Uh, and I'm not, awesome. I'm not surprised, right? So mm -hmm. uh, VC is a power law business, and the power law applies everywhere. Also totally. in the distribution of the size of, of the rounds into a specific ecosystem. So yeah. we are starting to see sizable rounds totally. uh, repeatedly. So exactly. Thing. On the last note, and then we move to the deals of the weeks of the past two weeks, is that uh, always I like to compare it with the big guys. So I think US this year in 2022, uh, in terms of equity VC money, is raising around like 250 billion uh, total which is a little bit lower than last year, but still uh, compared to Italy, of course, is, uh, is, a, is, a, is a fraction. Is a, actually, yeah, Italy is still a fraction of uh, the, the most evolved ecosystem, the most evolved ecosystem in the, in the world, just to give uh, some perspective. Ooh. And with Thank that you. said, <laughs> we, we need to be, you know, with our feet uh, on the ground and the head on the cloud, you know, that's, uh, that's what we need to do. 
So with that said, let's go around. Let's do a run through of the of the latest deal of the week. So JobTech is a very interesting play because essentially uh, it's a recruiting tech startup raised uh, six million in a round led by Ultra Impact and Lumen Venture. Uh, so what I found interesting was that. Um, impact investing in Italy has, is, is acquiring more and more weight um, and uh, definitely is uh, sort of the, the impact uh, thesis is uh, influencing a lot of rounds and we've seen this happening in many, many rounds. Ultra has been really active. They raised, I believe, their third fund uh, and there are more and more investors uh, committed to actually uh, invest in impact causes. So JobTech is, is one of them, for example. Um, I, what I wanted also to point out is a couple of, um, very, I, I mean, I, I wanted to move in terms of analogy because we have like a two particular rays that are part of a bigger aggregator of startups. So I'm talking about, uh, two weeks ago, uh, academia.tv, um, cooking video course platform, raising 1.3 million euro from a syndicate of business angel. So essentially they're uh, providing high quality educational classes for cooking. And what is interesting is that academia.tv is a part of a bigger group, which is one day group, which includes uh, a number of different brands um, relating to um, lifestyle, uh, video, etc., and uh, including Squalazzo, WeRoad and Chef in Camicia among the others. So uh, we've seen uh, aggregators of these kind of uh, digital tech, uh, actually very verticalized on specific uh, sector. And this is one of gr one great example. So academia.tv is providing really high quality uh, cooking classes and uh, basically they're covering a lot of spectrum. Chef in Camicia, on the other hand, is, um, is, a, is, a, is a more popular um, uh, platform, mostly based on, on social media. So it's interesting to see how they're congregating this business to actually like build something all together. That's, uh, I thought it was particularly cool. Uh, Blue Break is part of um, uh, Inovia Group and essentially Blue Break also managed to raise money. This time though from uh, a different platform, which is the, uh, I believe the European Investing uh, Fund. And I thought it was uh, <clears throat> particularly interesting. And the raise is quite substantial, is about 10 million euro and uh, everything is oriented toward growth and expansion. So very interesting analogy here. Uh, totally agree, totally agree. And actually, um, Inova is not new to uh, many of these type of operations. So either by uh, investing first and supporting them or building internally and then you know supporting the um, raising capital externally. So absolutely awesome. agree with you. And Blue Break is probably not the first round that raises, probably the second or third. So, interesting story here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, this is another example of how uh, actually uh, venture debt is actually a, can be a big part of venture capital in Italy and abroad. This is a great example, especially for, I believe, a hardware company. Uh, there is a big case to be made that, you know, hardware companies essentially are more prone to get like a loan of, of that kind of sort. So that's uh, that's very interesting. That makes sense. Makes sense. Totally. 
All right, moving on to uh, a little bit of corporate venture capital, uh, just a quick note, uh, Terna, a uh, big utility company active in Italy, also uh, activated uh, a 50 million euro corporate venture capital um, department, uh, basically um, definitely on the line of the patterns that we have seen in the past year of big corporation, long, especially in the utility space, launching or interacting very powerfully with uh, startups. So I think this is the nth example of, of that, uh, that specific trend. And I thought it was uh, definitely worth mentioning. All right, going on to last week raise. Actually, it was a little bit of a small week, I would say, but uh, definitely the startup that managed to raise is very interesting. Um, so up to you, green tech startup raising 3.5 million euro from CDPVC and Adzibund Digitech. So maybe let's talk for a second about uh, up to you. Yeah, well, he, he, as you said before, it fits in this uh, trend that's very notable about ESG related or some, you know, um, impact related type of investments. And this is, you know, both, it's both impact and ESG. Uh, and again, it is inside this huge market of uh, analyzing the operations of a business and telling the business, hey, you are much, not too much, very little sustainable. And then, you know, supporting to uh, a path to reaching uh, a better sustainability. In this case, I believe we focus on, on uh, the E in ESG. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. That's correct. No, that's absolutely correct. Yeah. Uh, the, the interesting thing that I noticed in, on the website and that's something that you notice on many of the other companies doing something similar is that basically there's, there are a couple of, of logos that appear every single time. Vera mm. is one, for example. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Interesting insight. So here the point is that, so I'm not an expert of this market, but there are things kind of, you know, structuring themselves. So you have, on the side, you have businesses and the businesses have a problem. They want to tell the world that they are sustainable. They're, you know, they offset their emissions, Mm -hmm. uh, that are environmentally friendly or or getting there. And how do you do that? I I don't know, but there are many ways. One of these ways is to say, hey, you know, I sustain, give money, adopt, operate with projects that somewhere else in the world actually have a positive impact in terms of carbon sequestering, carbon emissions, or whatever. And the key problem here is how do you get access to the projects, to the right projects, and how do you prove that the right projects that you are sustaining are actually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, carbon sequestering or whatever they're, they're doing with, uh, with carbon emissions. And then there you have the Veras and the other companies that go out, certify the projects, create a, a marketplace, a platform, an offering for all the up to use in the world to connect and participate. So it's an interesting, you know, two-sided marketplace with two operators working together on the two sides. Vera on the one yeah, side yeah, yeah. and up to you on the other. Interesting. So that's, interesting. That's interesting. I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but I've been observing this, this you know, this trend. Yeah. It's a two-sides marketplace where the two sides are you know, connected by two different players. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I would add to that is that also often, uh, this is the 
perfect use case for blockchain technology. So even even if there is you know some winter in the blockchain space to some extent, still this is a great use case that is essentially very valuable. So and people are using it up to you is using it and the other companies are using it. So definitely you know thinking about you know crypto might fluctuates but blockchain is here to stay maybe that's one uh, angle where blockchain is going to stay and uh, hold position that's uh, that's interesting all right finishing up with uh, the two last news i would what i wanted to mention is money farm money farm going into a strategy of uh, growth by acquisition money farm acquired profile pensions and what uh, was particularly interesting is that uh, the, the acquisition actually gave Manifarm an access uh, to assets that overall in aggregate then uh, would make the group hit about 3 billion uh, British pound in asset man- in asset under management let's let's call it like uh, let's call it like that yeah so i think that was a great move and uh, definitely int- a very interesting way to grow yeah, um, if I'm not wrong, a little less than one year ago, Monifarm announced they, they got to two billion under management. So again, power low. Mm. So the the trend is starting to grow quickly because they took quite some time to get to the first billion. Then the second billion was kind of fast in comparison. Then third billion, more than more than one actually, one point three. Yeah. It took less than a year. So awesome. Awesome. It, yeah, it's calculated about. Well, it, yeah. Well, for sure, 115,000 new possible customers on the platform. So, you know, maybe that's that's the ramp. That's part not of it. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Not at all. Last but not least, Fondi Italiano di Investimento SGR basically raising 130 million euro for the first closing of Fondi Italiano Agri and Food. So uh, good news, I would say, for the agri- agri-tech space. Uh, what I wanted to say is that maybe on the late stage, the later mm-hmm. stage, so the Fondo is investing check, big check size between 10 to 15 million per check, which tells us that essentially it's for uh, small to bigger companies, not really for early stage startups in the space, but great news, great news for the ecosystem, definitely more liquidity to, to actually grow. Uh, even scale-ups in the in the food space. And uh, Italy is renowned to have like great talent in the space and great ideas for sure. The industry is thriving and uh, definitely a positive sign to, for that. Yeah, I agree with you. It, this is more of, of a private equity or growth equity fund mm-hmm. than a venture capital fund, but still very good news to have a um, professional investor vertical on this, on this market. So it, there's yeah. a strong pipeline here going forward. So. Not too shabby. Awesome. Nick, thank you so much. And uh, see you next week then. Ciao, Jack. Thank you very much. Have a great day. See you soon.